guys, it's Nikki. And it's Heather. And we're your host, Murder Shows Comfy Clothes. Yay! And we are back in the studio. We are back together. Finally, I can touch her. She I has know. on Hello Kitty uh, onesie. My onesie. It's cold as shit down here. Heather has two blankets. She stole mine, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully I don't get fucking cold. I think we need to talk to the studio manager about this heat situation. You know, let's send an email, a petition or something. <laughs> fuck you know not that a reminder went out for a heater or anything <laughs> two days ago um <laughs> did it did you send me something yes about a heater yes bitch yes or I got my phone turned off when uh i didn't see it i come down here to do laundry and it was freezing i didn't, I didn't see it i had to talk to my assistant <laughs> you better fire that bitch <laughs> No, I think you replied. I don't think I did. I think you talked to someone. Else. No, you didn't. You just then sent me a TikTok video. Oh, wait. No, I sent that. So Why what is you've been answering me? What is happening here? Well, what is it? Let me see the video. I, watch I watched now. the video. Well, I want to see the, the message that you sent me right here. Girl, make sure you put a heater on your list of shit to bring. I just went down there to do some laundry and bitch, my fingers are numb. Hmm. 437. Huh. <laughs> and you said that went yesterday. Girl, I was putting up the chicken coop. <laughs> you wasn't you wasn't important right then. My fingers were free. And then I had to give the dog a bath because she was out in the woods digging. I saw that. She looked so cute. Uh-huh. Oh, she looked so proud of herself. Oh, she was until she had to get in the bathtub. <laughs> she was like, look, mom, look at me. She eats, she digs and then eats the roots. She digs around trees and then eats the roots. She ain't fucking right. Special. And I mean, like when she digs, like. I'm surprised it was her though and not puppy. Or, I mean, pooches. Girl, pooches wouldn't even come outside because I was screaming and cussing. <laughs> She, was like, she stayed in her cage hid and i kept on coming sides uh, inside saying you move outside you move outside nope she just go back in the corner of her cage like no nah, bitch <laughs> you out there trying to do something we ain't mm -mm, i ain't fucking around out there puppy i had to scream for her i actually thought she had went back in the house but no i come in she nowhere to be found so i go outside i scream for her. here she comes out running out the woods living her best life yep hey you're gonna buy the country you know you gotta expect the country dog <laughs> she always has done that but we ain't never really had property you know since she's been older her, like, to do it and, and run free now yeah. she just goes out in the woods and digs to her little heart content and i mean she don't dig no little holes like whole body down in these motherfuckers <laughs> trying to get to the roots so she can eat them she ain't it's right so funny and then she has to take a bath and she's like man fuck but, yeah, at least know. she had fun. She did for a minute. Yeah. Actually, two and a half hours. But... Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, life has been life. Um, quick little updates. You know, we got to do our thing at the beginning of this. Um, my work's fucking crazy. I'm ready to, I mean, I love my job. Um, school is just fantastic um yeah life is just you know woo <laughs> i yeah, i don't know if anybody can sense that sarcasm but please note that it is definitely fucking there um my emotions and hormones are on raging bitch mode um no i'm not fucking pregnant so do the math um but i'm yeah i'm a fun ball of life right now so me you know. too i switched medicines two weeks ago 
life is life is great yeah um so we're gonna remember this week to do our disclaimer yes and i'm gonna remember this week to put our music our intro <laughs> intro and out music you messaged me i was like uh you forgot the intro and outro i was like oh oops you know hey but y'all got your but episode. i was late posting anyway because you told me to post at 12 and i overslept <laughs> So, I mean, you know, we were all fucked up on it. It don't matter, you know. You hey. Know. You get what you get. Right. Uh, we love you. <laughs> I was late today. Woke up at like, I don't know what time it was. Had to jump up. I still got my pajamas on. <laughs> jump in the car. Get your butt here. And drive here. Then I was still late. We're supposed to be here too. I had so, to stop McDonald's though. So. I know. It didn't bring me nothing. Here, here, here's a hamburger. You want it? Did you eat it? No. Okay. I'm um, Let's do our disclaimer and jump into this because I actually have a four o'clock meeting for school. I got invited to campus today. I felt like a big girl. Oh, you did? I did. I can't go, but I felt like a big girl. Why'd you get invited to campus? Because we have to do a group uh, project yeah. and our group is meeting at campus at such and such hall today. And I felt so sophisticated. I was like, oh. Get to walk around with your backpack. Yeah, but, but I, why wouldn't, even, couldn't you I wouldn't even... Oh, First of all, I wouldn't even remotely know what the hell to do when I pull into the parking lot. What no school idea. do you go to? Lindenwood. Oh, that's right. Um, I knew that. So I'm doing a conference call with them at four. Oh, okay, so anyway. So okay, so a quick disclaimer, damn it. We are not experts nor detectives. All information in today's episode is public knowledge and personal opinions. We talk murder, have very foul mouths. So listener discretion is highly, highly advised. Yeah. Probably should have put that before the like three or four f bombs we've already dropped. Right. I mean, you know, they know me, <laughs> so you know, if you don't want to hear the word "fuck," then you better get off. Yeah, pretty much. So today we are going to Chiloth Chil Correctional Center, um, and we are going to talk about inmate number one two one eight eight nine six Kavana. Flanoy. And it was very confusing for me when like watching and listening and all this stuff. Every time I'd see her name pop up, I kept reading it as felony. Girl! <laughs> I did too. And I'm like, felony is charged. And I'm like, oh wait, they're talking about the girl. No, I did too. Flanoy. Yep. <laughs> I did too. I kept having to like reread everything. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but uh Chelsea Correctional Center is one of the women's facilities that when we started this podcast we had talked about all the things we were going to talk about you know shit we were going to cover and we didn't really know all of the prisons and everything that existed until we really started doing our deep dive into stuff yeah we only thought what there was like one i think women's prison and then there ended up being three yeah that's right because mom called and said that chili tho or whatever the hell that name of that one is i keep wanting to call it chipotle <laughs> i keep on saying what was it chili colts chili colts um so i thought it was cool that like this case came from there i was like hey we didn't even know that one existed right um but hold up real quick i gotta stop you right hold there up, did you stop yeah what? put your finger at your spot <laughs> okay so i would just like you know everyone to there was at bonterre prison there has been a whole lot of hell breaking loose like seven stabbings in five days where the last one was an actual employee um he was stabbed quite a few times inmate just walked into his office he was a he was a caseworker 
they don't call them caseworkers, but that's what they are. He was a caseworker. Inmate just walked into his office, closed the door, and proceeded to stab him. He got his lung punctured and actually was very, very close to hitting him in the heart. So he was airlifted to out here to the county to Mercy, I believe is where they took him. He's actually doing fine, but, you know, just say a little prayer or whatever it is that y'all do for um, Mr. Montgomery, please. I've been watching this. I still have people that work inside the prison. Um, I still, I mean, I actually babysit for two people that work inside the prison at the prison that this happened and them two have became my children now and all these stabbings and everything, you know, just pray for these officers, employees and stuff like that. What in the world is going on? They're so, all the prisons right now are so understaffed. I mean, you know, they pay $18 an hour to work there. I ain't working there for no $18 an hour, you know. You can go make that at Fazoli. Right. So no one wants to work there. I know Bonterre is like down 250 employees. So they're not working with a full car deck um, on any given shift on any given house or wing, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, it's, wow. and it has to do with a lot of drugs right now. Well, see, and that's, that's kind of what is nerve wracking to me because ultimately when I decided to go back to school for all this, like casework is what drew me. Mm-hmm. Like that's ultimately what I'm kind of interested in. Right. And it's scary to think, and that's one thing people say, well, aren't you worried about and then it's like, you know, shit like this happens. Right. Like, oh. He's been there for over 30 years. He is actually supposed to be retiring this month. Oh my goodness. So well, tons of prayers and everything go out to that. Um interesting little tidbit. Yeah. Uh I took I lifted my finger. It was on that way, right there. <laughs> I, I lifted my it. finger. Okay. Um, so let's circle back. Sorry. Um <laughs> No, that was important though. So that was okay. Uh, okay. So talk about this prison. We didn't really know existed. Um, like we said, this, this created literally with the phone call, this podcast was created with the phone call saying <laughs> it wasn't a fucking phone call. No, it was a message. It was a text message. I was sitting at midway bar and girl eating dinner with my husband <sighs> cutting into my steak. And I get, Hey, we should start a podcast. We should start a podcast. <laughs> so, and I mean, my response was, okay Scott's like and what are you talking about I was like oh me and Nikki and Stacey are gonna do a podcast yeah. he goes oh okay and within like three days murder shows was born right <laughs> um so so it was fun to find out about this this correctional center that we didn't know existed um it is a state prison for women um in Chilothe Livingston County um it was established in 2008 um again, located in Missouri. I don't know if I said that, uh, but it was established in 2008. It is owned and operated, uh, by the Missouri department of corrections. Um, so again, it is a state facility. Um, and what we covered before on state facilities is it runs off of state money. Um, so it's not, you know, cushiony or anything like that. It is capable of the capacity of about 3000 inmates. Um, it does house minimum, medium, and maximum security inmates. Could you imagine being in there with 3,000 bitches? No, I could Fuck not. That. I don't even like three. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> I, I got a 
got at least three. I mean, I could put three on my tab. Um, I don't know if I could live with you bitches, though. Oh, I could. I know live I couldn't. I know I, I couldn't. We did that when we were kids. This shit didn't work. A three day vacation is enough. I'm going to live it more than three days, but. Well, it depends on where we are. You was a bitch to live with when you was little. <laughs> more or less being grown. <laughs> we ain't even going to get into that because let me just tell you the hell I went through with these people. They want to call me any hoop. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I actually just had that conversation with Story the other day. Um, so anyway, it was one of the prisons that was off of our Missouri radar. It was fun. It was fun to find out it existed. I've got to get back to this case. Um, you are messing with my brain right now. <laughs> but I can still see myself standing over the sink. Yelling, I know. So Kavana Flanoy uh, was born in 1990 in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, she grew up fairly middle class. Um, she recalls her childhood as never really going without um, her mother was a pastor or I'm sorry, a minister, my bad. Her mother was a minister and she would go to the church and help out, help her mother clean and everything like that. sounds like overall her childhood, early childhood, wasn't too bad. Um, according to her mother, Kavana was a dancer. She loved to dance. She took dance classes. She could dance you under the table. Right. Um, it was just a passion of hers. Um, Kavana claims that things began to change once she hit middle school. Um, she had become a victim of several sexual assaults. Um, police reports were made, have been made, documented, and it just doesn't seem like they ever really went anywhere. Um, in sixth grade, she was raped by a teenage neighbor. In seventh grade, she was attacked by a boy who basically pushed her down and began licking and sucking on her breast. Um, there was even some domestic violence reported. Uh, e again, each time was basically met with nothing from authorities. Um, and I don't know if you've ever been involved in incidences where you've had to watch somebody try to get a protective custody order or anything like that. Um, it's really sickening how much they don't grant these women who are reporting this stuff and everything yep. like that um so this doesn't unfortunately does not surprise me oh, no. um that this is what she was faced with um she you know she was she was being violated at a very young age and it didn't seem like anyone cared so this immediately reflected onto her and the person that she you know just became she became a bitter a bitter young person right and that seemed to carry on with her through most of her life um over the time she had begun to act out again like we said you know this shit affected her as a young adult um she was depressed she began seeing a therapist um you know at this because again at this age she's still young enough where her parents are in control of you know what's happening with her and her well-being right um, so she did begin seeing a therapist, you know, she started taking medications. Um, however, she, you know, she said that the medications only made her feel sleepy, even more depressed. She was doing nothing but, you know, hiding out, sleeping. Um, it just wasn't 
oh, any way to live. So like a lot of people, she stopped taking those medications and she turned to drugs and alcohol to find different ways to numb the pain. Uh, Very common. Yeah, it's, it's super fucking common. Mm -hmm. I mean, because if you've ever been on any medications for anything of, you know, of a sort, you, you know, that it does, it takes you, that's one of the reasons I don't take particular medications anymore because I didn't like the person it made me on the medication. It made me just feel like, meh, whatever. And I never wanted to do anything. I was just, if I'm taking medication to be depressed, I shouldn't be depressed. Right. Because it ain't the right medication. (laughs) But, you know, instead of getting different medications, she did what a lot of people do. And she turned to drugs and alcohol. Uh, She ended up getting pregnant at 16. Um, She ended up having a son, which she states, you know, gave her a sense of a sense of perfect purpose. She felt like she now had somebody who was going to love her unconditionally. And, you know, it wasn't going to be what she had been received in the past from a man or a boy she she had her own son who was going to be able to love her and she was going to be able to take care of um however she felt like with her having to protect her son she needed help with feeling like she was protected so she began dating um ultimately though the man she was dating um turned out to instead of be sexually abusive um physically abusive again reported to the police um apparently there was an incident that was really really bad where she was knocked unconscious um ended up in the hospital police asked her if she wanted to press charges um she basically stated no because of all the stuff that's happened what was the the point yeah what's the point he's going to get a slap on the wrist and and then potentially be angry at me or if even that yeah, or if even that, right. right, and or be mad at me because I'm pressing charges and right. come kill me, come kill me, or beat my ass again, or kill my baby. Like that's one thing I don't agree with, though. Is I don't think that if this happens, why are you asking me if I should if I want to press charges? Like this should be an automatic assault. How? Like I don't know. <laughs> I I never understood that, but um. Anyway, so it sounds like from there, you know, again, she feared for her, her protection. Um, it's stated that she began carrying a gun. Now, this is where the story gets kind of rocked up. <laughs> yeah, it gets kind of rocky for me. So it's stated that, you know, after all of this and everything is when she felt like she needed a gun to protect herself. That I get, you know, you. Have that's when she says she called her cousin and da, 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 yeah. da. And he told her he someone had a gun for a hundred dollars, yes. blah, blah, blah. But now later in the story, right, things don't seem to quite add up right. to that. Right. Um now. Oh <laughs> now sorry, ask color. Now it said, um, again, like we said, she bought the gun for protection, blah, 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 blah. I understood that until the story got deeper. Um Anyway, the drinking and the drugs continue. Uh, Sounds like, you know, like most people, there's probably a common liquor store that she goes to. Um, She's underage. 
So she's trying to buy alcohol and the cashier basically tells her, I know this is a fake ID. Um, I got a friend again, saying all of this, it's, it's so hard because my opinion is so in my, the front of my brain. And I'm trying to portray this to y'all to form your own opinion. So anyway, she goes to buy this alcohol. She's not old enough. He says he has a friend that is interested in dating her. He will sell her the liquor if he go, she goes on a date with him. Now I said, is, sure. And then ghosted. Well, she says, sure. Mm-hmm. And she proceeds to go on a date with this man. <laughs> um, however, she goes on the date with this man. He picks her up. Um, he claims that he just got off work. He wants to go home, take a shower uh, before they go out to eat. Blah, 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 blah. At Golden Corral. Yeah. And uh, so she goes with him. Well, at this point, they now have to drive back over into Missouri. Uh, what is it? Plate, Plate County? Plate, Plate, Plate County. County. Um, they now drive into Platte County, Missouri, where he lives, go to his apartment. They get there. She, she says that he offers, you know, some he drugs, which she claims was PCP. And she took it. And then also, yeah, Hennessy, some drinking going on. He goes, proceeds to get in the shower. I guess she's enjoying her high and her drink. <laughs> and um, he comes out of the shower and she claims, again, her statement is he come out of the sh- shower naked um, with a condom on and basically said, you know, this shit ain't free and was basically saying she had to have sex with him or whatever and was trying to force herself on him himself on her Her, what i say herself on him oh yeah himself on her Her. (laughs) i'm so confused uh so at this point she states that this is what he does she feels threatened um and she reaches over and pulls out the gun from her purse proceeds to shoot him um now, that all sounds cut and dry, a little weird. I don't think I'd go to a man's house for the first time while he showers to get ready for a date. But, but she whatever. said that they were on the road and she's like, we weren't going in the right direction to go to Golden Crow. Right. And she's like, what are we doing? He's like, well, I need to go take a shower first. Right. I'd have been like, no, nah, motherfucker, take me back. Yeah. So, so all of this sounds cookie cutter to what she's saying you know it sounds like there was some suspicious stuff going on and it just don't don't seem right now here's where it gets tricky for me she shoots and kills or shoots this man runs out of the house um on her way out she manages to steal his keys his Uh, wallet she shot him she shot him ran out of the room he chased her she shot him again yes Yes, she shot shot him a total of three times. Three times, right. Um, During this process, she manages to steal his wallet, his car keys, and ultimately his car. Um, But leaves her shoes. Yes. So it does sound like she was running out of the house and possibly in fear now and now in fear of this point for herself. Um, But (laughs) again... 
she goes to on to steal the car. She steals the wallet. Now it is said that she stops at a gas station after the incident to try to use his credit card to get gas in the car. Now I can see maybe him like leaving his wallet in the car. You know what I mean? Some people, some guys leave their wallets in the car, that little thingy in between the two seats. And she took his wallet. But right then, it, but it says he, she took his wallet. I mean, I don't know, girl. Yeah. So she stops to get gas, um, and she attempts to use his card. Which at that point, fine, I could understand. That's your getaway. You're I don't trying to get gas. Mm. Well, if the car needed gas and she don't have Bitch. anything, well, I'm just saying. Right now, it's I just crazy. almost got raped. I just shot the man three times. Let me stop and get some fucking gas. Well, if you're running not out of let gas. me. Not let me. He ain't. If you at the gas station, he ain't coming. Let me get out and go say something to someone, not try to pump some fucking gas with a stolen credit card. Go into quick trip and be like, bitch, this motherfucker just tried raping me and I shot him. I need 911. Yeah, okay. Not go get some gas. Where the fuck you go? What you gonna do with a gas? I mean, that sounds great, but I would, I mean, okay. Anyway, but this again. And she called, and she didn't need to call 911. Cause she called her cousin from the car and said what she did. And then she went to his house. <laughs> okay. So as so you can need see, to stop it, quick trip, as you can see, I don't know this she is a quick uh, trip or not. <laughs> I'm going to need my sweet teeth. <laughs> um, this, this is kind of taken a turn here. Um, opinions at this point really start to change for me at this, at the beginning, I could see the whole self-defense oh yeah fuck him shoot him Um, blah 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 yeah so i I totally got it up until and was that when you sent me have mixed feelings on this yes i have very mixed emotions on this (laughs) because in the beginning i truly felt like that's what this was then in the middle as i'm about to talk about now (laughs) it completely changed and then towards the end i was like but is it (laughs) it was very hard so going forward she steals his car steals his wallet (coughs) blase blase Here's the kicker. She goes to her cousin's house, changes the license plate. That was something I read in a police report. It was not on what we watched. Changes the license plate from his car to one of her old license plates. Um, at this point, they now have, you know, police have now got word that this meant this has happened. The um, roommate. roommate called and said that you know, his roommate was shot. Um, so police now have wind of it. They ultimately narrow down who she is. Um, and this is where it introduces the, the questionable stuff. And took him three and three days. I mean, I don't know. Well, it didn't take that them. wasn't the first time she'd been to that house. It, yeah. Right. It didn't take them three days to find her. No, it took three days to charge to arrest and charge and everything. Right. Um, so I mean, I guess then you could look at so well, March she doesn't 9th, trust the cops. This happened March 9th, 2010. Right. Um, she shot and killed Hassan Abbas. I'm assuming is how you say his last name. Um so she was arrested on March eleventh. Right. So we're looking at about a two to two three day, day period. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, she's stolen his tra- car, changed the license plate. 
goes to the police station. She's still claiming her story of self-defense. She claims this is what happened. She also still claims this is the first time she's been to this man's house. Was this one incident? Fast forward. And that was a Friday. <clears throat> no, it was Saturday. Yeah, the first. Okay. When this incident happened, it was a Saturday. When she According killed According to the roommate, she was there. Friday night. Prior, yes. And stayed the night. And stayed the night. And he took her home Saturday. Yes. And then they were and going on a date. She came back. Correct. That's right. So that is according to the roommate um, that he has seen her before. That's how he knew. How to tell them who she was. How to tell them who she was. Right. So she's saying that she's, that was the first time the night she killed him was the first time she had hung out with this man. Turns out that's not true. So this is where now my brain is going. Hmm. <laughs> well, why are you lying about the situation? Anyway, um, where the fuck was the baby at in all this? I don't know. They never mentioned that. Um, the police, however, you know, present this to her that this is what's being said. And she's like, oh, she agrees. They asked, were you there? Did you stay the night? previously yeah friday night she yeah, said he yes. took me home saturday <laughs> and then he took me home saturday but prior she's saying it was her first time but i wasn't there what'd she say but she wasn't there sunday or monday or tuesday yeah, or something. i don't know Fuck. but either way she lied right um she had been there before so the police are like, okay, well, they do their little tactic thing where they leave somebody in a room with a notepad. Right. You know, write your thoughts, your whatever. Um, and ultimately, it looks like her story starts out. Um, basically, as she says, picked her up for a date, went home, took a shower. Um, but then in there, she says, I pushed him down on the bed like I was going to fuck him, pulled out the gun and shot. So they took that tidbit um, as enough evidence to to formally charge her. And it, it's tough because they they offer her at this point a plea deal of second degree murder, basically presenting to her <laughs> that if she decides to take this case to trial and plead self-defense, she has to convince a jury of self-defense. Right. That's what her lawyer's telling her. Um, however, she goes on to say that they made her feel like second degree was her only option and that they were going to, you know, if she took it to trial, she could potentially get, you know, life in prison. Right. Um, second degree would offer her 10 years, I think, minimum. Um is what it is like seven or something yeah yeah like seven minimum possibly it's either seven or ten but it's maximum of like 25 right so ultimately she takes the plea deal and they're hoping for the lesser sentence um but at this point now all the evidence and everything is turned over to a judge not a jury so it's up to the judge to make a decision on sentencing he, I'm assuming, looks over everything and he decides to give her the maximum 25 years. Right. Um, she 
was charged for 25 years for second degree murder, 20 years for the armed criminal action, five years each for the two stealing accounts, basically the car and wallet. the wallet. Um, they all run concurrently. So her 25 years covers all of them, but that's ultimately what she was charged with. Um, now, what the reports also release later in that state that she didn't buy this gun until March 6th. And by March 9th, she was using it to shoot somebody. So it was all very weird for me that. Well, she did say she had it for about a week. <clears throat> yeah but here's my thought process did you plan to rob this man oh fuck yeah and that's what i think happened yeah she planned to rob him. i think that she planned to rob him and i think she led an, and i'm uh, i'm not like this but i think she led the whole ordeal on with trying to get him she was gonna have sex with him mm-hmm and when he came out naked with the condom on. I think so. He, you know, that was all planned. I do too. I think that there's. I'm going to see what's going on up there. More depth to. She's saying something's at the door. Should be all right. Go ahead. I believe there's more depth to this story um, of what she's, she's telling. I think that she had met this man. Um. She was with him prior and she saw an opportunity to rob this man. And I think she took full advantage of that opportunity. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that she went there the night prior. She saw a full opportunity. Yeah. Because he had just got his income tax. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I in my opinion, I believe that I, I don't take away from the abuse and everything she suffered before but right. i do believe it played a role in her bitterness in her lack of care or remorse for the for the well-being of this man right she didn't care she no. was like well whatever i'm gonna rob him and then he's he's willing to take advantage of me for she probably went and got the gun after she agreed to the guy that worked at the guest at the mark that's google mark i'm like it's too conveniently right. it's too conveniently placed um however with that being said though i do believe uh the the second degree is appropriate the second degree murder is appropriate i don't believe it was self-defense no um so i do believe her second degree charge is appropriate however i don't think that 25 years was necessary I think that. I think she should have got more. Really? She killed someone. <laughs> I know that. But we ultimately don't really know the truth of the story. So if we base it off of what she, you know, what she's saying, what's being presented, there's a there's a equal chance, in my opinion, maybe not equal, maybe it leans a little more one way, but there's a chance that both could be possible. Her story could be believable and true. It could be, but it also could be 
portrayed as a different way. So I do see taking it to trial. If you'd had somebody like myself on the jury and I'd have seen or heard the evidence presented of you were with him the night before, you know, you lied about it. You bought the gun three, four days before, you know, type thing. I could see why you would risk the first degree charge because then at that point it is premeditated like if they can build a case to freaking make it even remotely seem like you premeditated this you're you're screwed so i think her best option was taking the second degree plea um i just don't know that i would have gave her 25 years though no no i would <clears throat> I'd have gave her more. <clears throat> I'd have put her put her ass down here in this basement to freeze to death. I know it's so um, cold. <clears throat> <clears throat> but but I think it was completely premeditated. I think when she talked to the other dude at the Go Go Mart, yeah, and he told her that she's like, and she quite possibly could have knew who he was because it said he wanted to date her. Yeah. So they may have known each other through right like him being at the gas station yeah. or whatever it is yeah. and stuff like that. I think, yeah, I think how old was the guy? Oh, I don't recall. I don't remember either. Yeah, I don't recall that. But I think, I mean, because she knew that he had just got his income tax. I don't know if she knew that prior to going on the date or once they went on the date, what, who knows, but I think it was premeditated. Yeah, I, I, and I could see that. I can see both. And then she even tried like, you know, once like they show, you know, the interrogating her when the cops are interrogating her back in the day. And then they come back 90 days later to talk to her, the TV people. Mm -hmm. She was like backpedaling. That I, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even think about that. So it was when they go back to interview her again, they asked her again about what she said about agreeing and, and saying she was there prior. She goes on, she does a long pause and you almost can see she's like, that doesn't coincide with what I said. What I told them 90 days ago and she looks up to the left. Mm -hmm. and that is part of a whatchamacallit i can't remember that what it's called it's a tell yeah yeah it's and she goes on to say no that night was the first night uh -huh. i had ever been there right and so that tells me this went from she didn't think they were going to be able to see the interrogation she, she yeah she didn't know how deep this was going to be right when she tried to do this whole self-defense thing right because now she wants to make it seem like oh it was self-defense it was self-defense but you said this and it was really odd to me that even after that she stood on no that was the first time i had been there right and i was like hmm that kind of and then they're like me. you know they're like oh if she was why and yeah, I mean, I do, I do agree that black people get the shit into the stick when it comes to stuff like that. But the bitch in the interrogating <clears throat> interrogation, yeah, I mean, sat there and said what she did. 
And then that little attorney chick or whoever that chick the was. She was like a therapist or a psychologist. No, I'm talking about the fat one, not the old one. Saying that, you know, I strict, I really believe, you know, that this was, you know, because oh, yeah, she was she, black, well, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that could have played to me. It could have played a role in her sentencing as far as. I mean, yeah, but I don't think her sentencing was. You say you don't think she should have got at least. I see you kill someone. It's, you it's, should get that's more. where the hard the hard passes, <clears throat> because you don't know if. You don't know fully what the judge saw. So at the end of the day, she took this plea deal. That judge could have looked at those papers and saw 100% that ultimately they could have took this to court and got a freaking first degree murder charge. Right. So he could have saw all the evidence he needed to see to convict her of 25 years. Right. That's fine. And if that's the case, then okay, I could see that. But with what we can be presented with, I think it's a little harsh. But, but she admitted to killing him. Yeah, but she admitted to killing him out of self-defense. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, another thing I found interesting was um, on my research was she must serve 85% of her sentence before she will be eligible for parole. Right. So she'll be, and she was what? She was 19. 19. So she'll be the oldest 45 once she gets out. Yeah. Which will make her son like 24 23 23 I would think. no he'll be older than that not if she has his she was 19 she was 16 when she had him so she was he was three when this happened oh, he was three yeah i didn't even account for that <laughs> it's math well and she's been in what 11 years now so yeah yeah 14. so i did do um just a little background research to see if there was any like updates or anything um there's not really much on her oh no she appealed family. it and they like no they did yeah, yeah she did appeal it they completely denied it um she tried to appeal it on the grounds that her counsel did not advise her correctly right um i read over the report um of the appeal court and they strictly, you know, they ask them in everything. Do you understand you're waiving your rights to this? Do you understand you're waiving your rights to first, you know, or to self-defense? And they ask a multitude of questions. Um, and she waived her rights to all of them. Um, so they don't feel, and they do that for the appealing reasons. If you try to appeal this, you know, we fully right. advised you of all the things you were giving up. Um, so no, your appeal doesn't stand on that. Which again tells me somewhere in the evidence, I feel like there was something because if it was just that, they there should have been more that they could have appealed. They could have appealed something else right. instead of just the lack of counsel. There would have been something else they could have freaking appealed. Right. But there wasn't. Right. Um, doesn't mean there's not something else coming down the pipeline, but there's not anything I could track down. Um, there is, however, a petition at change.com uh change.org and it's basically just listed under justice for kavana um it's a petition basically staying for her appealing um for her to be for her case to be reviewed um it's like up to twenty-seven thousand signatures i think it needs like thirty-five thousand, but it's been active for two years so i don't know when the documentary and stuff came out if that's when it was created i think it was 2020 because when i read it over 
it had a lot of the same information. Right. Like when you read over the petition, it had a lot of the same information that was in the, the documentary. Um, but that's all I got. I just have one thing to say. They should have told that little pro- prosecuting attorney guy that he needed to pop that white head next to his nose. <laughs> That shit was, was an, funny looking. That shit was annoying. Was I'm like, I wanted to get up that television and just pop that son of a bitch. That's all I could look at. He, yeah, he wasn't. He was. He was kind of douchey. Well, and he definitely gave off the vibe of. I mean, he straight up said people say when they come there and they do a crime. Oh, if I'd have known yeah. it was, if it was it was going to be in Play County or Clay, whatever, Platt County. Platt County, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, he he's who like, do you uh, that mean? You ain't he no came off to me as like a douche canoe, like just arrogant prick. Good old boy. Yeah, that's how we do it around here, kind yeah. of thing. Which I think is what played into the whole racism thing because. They are like a good old boy. This right. is the way we do it around here, kind of thing, you know. So, I think that's why that ultimately got thrown in there. Right, um, was just because that's kind of how that county. Well, they need to, to tell them good old boys they need to wash their face because <laughs> that shit was gross. Oh. I'm telling y'all, episode two, no, season two, episode eight. Go look at the prosecuting attorney's big old white head. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> 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 that shit bothered the fuck out of me that is so funny uh all right guys well i hope that you enjoyed our episode um i'd love to say what do we have coming up we have valentine's day coming up but nothing big on the aspect of that's my anniversary you fancy oh that's right yeah you guys did Start i don't know what we're dating. doing i think we might go out of town i ain't doing it we don't know what we're doing go play with my chickens <laughs> i love to see you got to send pictures of how big they're getting because i ain't seen them in a while they're huge um i'll take a video because i'm gonna take them outside to play tomorrow okay i need to see that uh i'm going to sign off and get ready to do my school stuff from one job to the next and uh until then hold up girl what oh i always forget this uh-uh. <sighs> comfy facts okay so only about three percent of people charged with crime go to trial due to the pressure to plead guilty so this is pretty much you know going off of what she said i do yeah as you know she was pretty much pressured by her lawyer to plead guilty yes um and i believe that right and it did say you know if if everyone did go to trial they wouldn't be able to to afford it they wouldn't be able to keep up you know so i mean i believe it yes i do believe it um i i even if she was innocent and was which you know i don't know like we said we don't know pretty much her lawyer was telling her no you pleading you know self-defense is not gonna fly you know and they so they were pretty they were pressuring her to plead to take the plea yeah to take the plea deal yeah to not go to which uh, which again makes me on the fence post because did they just want to get this charge so that they could was it election year 
so they can have it in their county that if you do this here, right. you get this charge. Or were they really trying to say, look, you don't have a leg to stand on? Right. You know, right. So were they pressuring her? And what say, I found very funny is they didn't talk to her lawyer. Did you notice that? Like normally in all of them, they go back and they talk to their lawyer and talk to them. They didn't do it to hers. And I, I mean, it could have been, you know, a public attorney or whatever, but I found that very weird. Like that's the first one. Prosecuting attorney, not the defense. Right. Yeah. 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 That was, that was interesting. That was like the first thing I fucking noticed because they always go back and talk to the, you know, the attorney. So maybe it was just one that was. The only thing I think she would have had to stand on at trial had she taken it to trial would be the doctor saying you know she did suffer all this trauma and she does have ptsd and all this from her how many people in the world got ptsd though and all that so that's what her defense would present they would then present it as her feeling like her life was in danger but then the prosecuting is going to eat her alive on that stand right and say well you lied about this you know, they could bring that roommate to court, have that roommate testify, and that roommate testify that she was there. True. Well, now she's lied under oath. Mm-hmm. Well, now you've just purged yourself. So, in all honesty, I think the plea deal, I think they did not pressure her into that plea deal. I think that they told her. <laughs> Bitch, look. If you go on stand and you lie about being there the night before right that's you know perjury is she up there building furniture i don't know girl she up there i don't know if y'all can hear it sounds like she's trying to move around bedroom furniture (laughs) she very well might be (laughs) her her daddy is ain't no telling you're probably just sitting there ain't no telling with that one the 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 force is strong with that right i walked in today and she's like hi and it i'm like hey baby have you been good she goes uh yeah i said you had to think about it (laughs) she fucks me up she the force is strong with right. that one um yeah she is she moved furniture around i'm trying around. to think if i can pinpoint what she's moving i don't know but she's right there oh she's playing with her sit and spin here oh. she just said oh. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that little thing you sit on as yeah. a kid you guys remember that you sit on it wrap your feet around it and yeah and turn it yep that's exactly what she's playing with <laughs> that's why i'm like if i just listen for a minute i'll be able to pinpoint what she's doing <laughs> That's why she thinks that's why she thinks I have cameras all over the house. Cause I literally can just sit there for a second and listen. And I'll be like, Naya, stop playing with that. And she'll be like, How'd you know? Are you watching the cameras? <laughs> I'm like, You were evil, my aunt mama. Like, you were so sure damn evil. <laughs> See, you torture her. Me and your sister tortured you. That's not true. <laughs> anyway, so really over and out, guys. Long. Until next time. Stay comfy. Don't get murdered. That was like all porno.